Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we get started with another great edition of the Duke Rosslyn podcast, I do want to let you know, Zencaster.com. That's right, Zencaster.com. They are, without a doubt, my favorite website to head over to for all of these great conversations that you hear on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. Superior quality and sound. Also, they have a great uh, video option as well if you need to record your videos. But the best part about it is the files are all split separately into MP3s. So you can edit them separately, you can put them together, do whatever you got to do. The main idea is Zencaster. Zencaster.com, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. For all of your podcasting, video conferencing, even if you just wanted to uh, have a great conversation with your loved ones, all your needs there online for communication, Zencaster has you covered. That's right. Hey guys, this is Big Vito LaGrasso. I hope everybody's having a fabulous day. We got a brand new show, Bright Side of the Ring. I want to promote the brighter side of wrestling, all the good things happening. But guys, you got to catch it on patreon.com slash big B mafia. Starts at just a dollar a month. It's probably some of the greatest content you're ever going to see. It's a brand new show and it's coming to you from Big B Mafia. Hello out there in TV land. Wait a minute. It's radio. No, it's a podcast. Catch my new podcast, Everything is a Gimmick with Brad Shepard. We're going to take an in-depth look at behind-the-dirt-sheet scenes and all the headlines. And what me and Brad are going to do, we're going to look for the real truth. Nothing but the truth. So help us God. Every Tuesday on Patreon.com slash Big B Mafia. It starts at a dollar a month, guys. You got to come. You got to see it to believe it. Brad Shepard, Big B Come and see us now. Check it out. You are locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than... Your host... I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. And let me tell you something right now, folks. I'm not playing games this week. Okay, I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in heavy. I am bringing back two of my favorites. And I'm starting off with literally a guy who, in my humble opinion, and you know, I'm the Duke. I got my opinion that carries some weight around these parts now. In my humble opinion, he is without a doubt one of the top 10 wrestlers on the planet and you can make a strong argument that he's at least, at least top five. That's because he's out there busting heads. He's out there telling people what he's going to do. And then he actually gets it done out there. He is part of an organization who has such worldwide distribution. The, the penetration of the market is tremendous. So, you know, a lot of folk like to say, well, you know, my promotion's number two. My promotion's number three. This promotion legitimately, if you would just take a look at their footprint, can make the argument that they're the number two promotion in North America and probably in the world, okay? 
And when you have that type of distribution and then you have this type of talent who is just literally everybody's saying his name because what he and his partners are doing is just tremendous. That's when you know, listen, man, the future is bright for this guy. He's, he's coming into his own in a way that when, when we notice our, our great wrestlers break through, when they hit that moment where it's like they're, they're six, seven years plus in the business and it's like they got it. And then when they hit that decade, it's like, man, I really got it. And then when it's like all they, they just put it all together and it makes sense. And that's why the quality of work really speaks for itself. Without a doubt, that is who this man is. That's why I had to bring him back. So without further ado, literally. The man who with his team, they're going to change the very fabric of the entire wrestling industry. And that's by any means necessary. I am talking about the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions, my brother, Mr. Shane Taylor. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? That's a hell of an introduction. I appreciate that. Hell yeah. That got me, it got me a little jacked up, a little jazzed up. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, man, it's, it's funny when you hear the truth about yourself because there's a lot of people, especially those who don't want to see you succeed, who right. have a lot of complaints and a lot of nonsense to say, but it's good to hear the truth about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you not only are you that damn good, you're that damn great. You have legitimately taken this this industry by storm with STP. And I really want to get into it, man. So so talk to me about it. Shane Taylor Promotions. What is the story here? The story is very simple. It's a situation in which I realized that I was going to have to do something for myself if I wanted to start getting the credit and the notoriety that my peers were, were getting after a few years of being in ROH. Well, this is where it started. I have a match with Hangman Page in October of like 2000, maybe 18. Uh, then I have this match with Jeff Cobb right after that in the city of Philly. Uh, and then uh, I go to the UK for about six weeks, start having tremendous matches there all of this, you know, starts hitting around the same time. We go into 2019. Things are going great. Finally get my first my first singles match on Pave and preview against Cobb. Have a series against him. Uh, things are great. I win the television title in a four-way with Jeff Cobb, Brody King, and Hiroki Goto. You're talking about, you know, three of the biggest names in the sport um, and myself win the television championship. And I'm thinking, yo, this is my moment. This is my time. Only two other African-American males in the almost 20 year history of ring of honor have won this championship. Kenny King and Jay lethal. You could argue. I mean, it's not even really an argument that they're they're ring of honor hall of famers, right? The who who's who's on when you talk about, you know, the legends of the company. Um, and so here I am thinking, you know, this is my time. Here we go. And then nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I've watched, you know, guys like Bobby Fish, guys like Will Ospreay, guys like Roddy Strong, guys like Jay Lethal have this opportunity with, with this title. And it seemed like all these international stars were coming. They wanted to make sure that, you know, their television champion was put on this pedestal. And then I got it. And it was like, yeah, you're the you're the champion, but we're not going to announce your matches. We're not going to promote your matches. We're not going to even let people know you're the champion. 
You know, like I had to go on social media and be like, hey, I'm the Ring of Honor TV champion. You know what I mean? So at that point, once I saw that, I knew, okay, they can promote the NWA with no problem. They can promote New Japan with no problem. Okay, I'll promote myself. You know what I mean? If it takes me starting my own damn company for you to understand who I am and what I do, that's what I'll do. And that's exactly what I did. Um, And so now you have what could arguably be, um, you know, one of the top three or four factions in the world in Shane Taylor promotions with myself, Ron Hunt, Khan, Moses, O'Shea, Edwards. And we're obviously still recruiting, still growing. And the support has been absolutely tremendous. It just goes to show what we always say that when you, you know, when you bet on yourself and you believe in yourself, that you can really accomplish all the things that that you want to get. What do you think it is? What do you, what do you think it is about the powers that be where they, they've gone out of their way to try to dim the light a little bit here? And you've had to go out and legitimately create your own thing. You had to go out and be, you know, the, the loudest voice in the room to remind mm-hmm. people of who the hell y'all are. And then more importantly, when that bell rings, you're knocking people's heads off for real. And I know there's a little extra mustard on there because you mm-hmm. want the suits in the back to understand just how serious Shane Taylor and Shane Taylor promotions is. What do you think this is, though? What, why are they not giving you the type of promotion that we've seen other people get? Because I make people nervous. I make people nervous. I scare people. I'm a very direct person. The things that I talk about, not only in professional wrestling, but outside of the sport, uh, when I speak to social issues, when I speak to politics, that makes people nervous, right? Because what I do ruffles feathers. Uh, And in the world of professional wrestling, not everybody is as badass as they want to claim they are. You know what I mean? So like when you go... And you're direct with people when you have these conversations with people face to face, people get nervous. And so for me, I believe that the issue with me is that people would much rather me not be that guy. They would much rather have a calmer, gentler, more acceptable version of me uh, than what I'm willing to give. And I know personally, there's a lot of people who didn't want as TP to succeed. They didn't want it to work. They didn't want to promote it. They didn't want anything to do with it. But here we are, you know, a little over two years later, and we've made this thing work. So now, um, now there's no stopping it, right? Now, not because of, but in spite of, we've made all this work. Um, and we're in a position now where, um, we realize not only how good we are, but how good we can be. And we're constantly evolving, constantly growing. Um, and, I, and I'm sure that with the work that I put in the last few years, the level of consistency uh, that if I was anybody else that, you know, if, if I were to make myself less bold, the things that I've wanted, the things that I've wanted to accomplish would have been given to me years ago. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to compromise myself for success. I am who I am and I'm going to make it the way I want to make it. And that's the attitude that everybody in my group has. uh, And that's what makes us so much different than everybody else. Well, and it's really interesting that you say that because it's not as if other people are being asked to tone it down or to be nice about it. I mean, 
you think about some of these factions that have come through, mm-hmm. whether I mean, even even today, I mean, when you talk about some of these folks from New Japan and, and, and all the crossovers and what have you, all this bull club crap, you know, you still have the remnants of the kingdom and, and, and some of these other groups and what have you. They're not toning it down. They're doing whatever the hell they want. Even when the elite was there, they, they were doing whatever the hell they want, you know, all the way up to having their own event that they cross promoted and what have you. So it's not as if we haven't seen this happen before where the, the squeaky wheel is getting rewarded. So how dare anybody try to tell Shane Taylor promotions that you fellas have Mm -hmm. to somehow go along to get along because in reality, let me tell you something, man, I'm flipping channels and on uh, here in Boston, we have uh, new England sports network. Nesson is the home of the, the Boston Red Sox. It's the mm-hmm. home of the Boston Bruins, and it's also the home of Ring of Honor Wrestling. Let me mm-hmm. tell you something. When I see Shane Taylor in the ring and he takes his opponent and, and, and he whips him, you know, across the ring and that, and that bastard, you know, on that rebound, he's coming off those ropes and he's coming through. And Shane Taylor does a clothesline that I'm telling you right now, Stan the Larry Hansen will probably have to, to tip his hat to you and say, <laughs> now that's a damn clothesline. <laughs> I mean, you take it, you take it, dude's heads off with that, bro. You, I mean, damn, you know what I'm saying? So talk to me about that. What's up with the viciousness in the ring there? Quick, quick, quick side story. Uh, so I was in Texas. This is before I moved here, uh, which is like seven years ago now, which is crazy. Uh, but I was in this little tournament. Uh, where Stan happened to show up and I hit a guy with a lariat and uh, he comes to the back and introduces himself to me. And at the time I'm like, man, you don't got to introduce yourself to me. I know, I know who you are. You know what I mean? But he goes, nice lariat kid. And like coming from him, just like you said, it was like if Ali himself came down, you know, uh, and was like, yo, you know, I see you, you know what I'm saying? So it, that was a dope, that was a dope moment, but the viciousness for me, I love being able to focus on an opponent and impose my will on another human being. Like there's nothing better than that. Like for me, every, all of the hype right now is, you know, pure wrestling and catch wrestling. And this is you know, this is the, this is the cornerstone professional wrestling. Like, all that is well and good cool styles make fights you see what i'm saying i go in and i punch you in the face until you decide you don't want to take it anymore and to me you could out grapple someone okay you could have you could have more skill that's fantastic you can submit someone if you have more skill that's fantastic what i i do is not about skill it's about not saying that that there's not skill in it but it's about heart. It's about will. It's about passion, desire. I'm going to stand in front of you and throw bombs. We're going to see which one of us folds as a man. You know what I mean? Like to, and to me, that's what I feel resonates with the fans and resonates with the people that love us so much is, you know, we represent those, like we didn't have all of the camps. We weren't the guys that you know, were the prodigies that they sent all of the handpicked talent to go wrestle. And so they, they could skyrocket their name and all that. No, we've been grinding since day one. We get our, we, we, we get what we get from the mud. We polish it, we shine it. And then we make, you know what I mean? And, and, and we bring that. So as far as I'm concerned, 
you know, I, and I've told my boys this, you know, uh, you've got these guys who love this catches catch can style where in my opinion, catch can catch hands, bro. Because if you are standing or trying to grapple me, you're in range to get hit. And if you're in range to get hit, I'm going to put you to sleep. So um, that's, that's the exciting part about combat sports that I love is the ability to end it at any point in time. Um, so that's the style that I bring. This brother just said, catch can catch hands. Bro, Jeez. you already know this. <laughs> and if anybody's trying to steal my shit, I got trademarks and designs coming on the way. Don't even try it. <laughs> tell them, tell them, tell them right now. We are talking to the CEO of STP, Mr. Shane Taylor. Let me tell you something, man. I did not know that that Stan and Larry and Hanson story. So that was yeah. completely a, a natural reaction to me watching your work. And, and when I say that, literally, I just saw you on the TV last week. Um, and, you know, and I understand the syndication. I don't know how old that was. It might have been from the past two weeks. But literally, I saw you almost take some dude's head off. And I said, well, damn, that was real. <laughs> I don't know about nothing else, but that's real. That dude, ain't he's not playing in there. So. I, I love the story about Stan Larry Hansen because within that story, and this is what I think people need to understand about you, because I think you're you're somebody who's very misunderstood. I think people they don't they get very nervous when a black man is unapologetic about being a man and being That's a right. black man and being right. somebody who's not afraid to stand up for themselves and, and to speak their mind or what have you. People get very nervous about that. And it can turn into, well, this guy is just trying to be a jerk, or this guy is just trying to you know, push somebody he's, around. He's What's angry. That? He's, he's, yeah, he's, angry. he's, angry. he's, he's, he's hard to work with. Hard I've, to work I've with. heard, I've heard all that stuff before. And usually what that means is he doesn't let us take advantage of it. That's it. That's you know exactly what I mean? It. That's and, exactly it. And, and again, there's so many people in this sport that I've had to deal with recently where their personal issues against me were trying to affect the business side of this. I'm like, this isn't fucking high school. Sorry for cussing, but th this isn't high school, right? My livelihood, the way I provide for my family is dependent upon this and other things that I have going on. You are not about to let your ego step in front of my career. And if you have a problem with me, I will gladly address it with you to your face. I'm not going to walk on eggshells. I'm not going to go around and have this uncomfortable work, work environment for six months or a year and let you, you know, say things and do anything. No, I'm coming straight to you to ask you if we have an issue. And at that point, you have two choices. You can bow out. And at that point, then we should no longer have a problem because I gave you your option or you man up and tell me, yes, we do. And we solve it however we have to solve it. But either way, it should be done. When you bring that approach to not only wrestling, but to business in the back, in the ring, in the boardroom, in marketing strategy, you know, meetings, any of this stuff, uh, people that aren't used to that way of life, who aren't used to that, that direct confrontation, they're used to people just being yes men or, or just kissing their ass and stuff like, like that. When, the, when, when they're not used to that sort of interaction, it tends to make them nervous, just like you said, but there's no malice in, in what I'm doing. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm not angry. I'm very passionate about what I do and, and anger and passion can come, can come off as anger to those that don't understand what passion is. You know what I mean? 
I love what I do. I love what Ring of Honor is supposed to represent. I want desperately for us to get back to that and do it the way that I know it can be done um, and stand on our own laurels to be like, we did that, you know? Um, and I, I, and I fully wholeheartedly believe that Shane Taylor promotions is in the driver's seat of doing that. Um, so to those that, you know, have had issues, will have issues. It is what it is. I'm not a hard dude to find. <laughs> not at all. You know what I mean? So uh, that's how I always approach it. Well, and again, I mean, what it, what it comes down to is respect. And Absolutely. What you just identified, and I'm somebody who's worked in various forms of management, whether it be in, in government, whether it be in business, whether it be in media. I've worked in management for a long time. And one of the things that just about every manual I've ever seen or ever had to create, one of the things that's documented is employees are encouraged to work out their differences amongst themselves. Like, like literally go to your coworker and say, hey, I didn't like this or that and try to work it out. You know, that's the first thing you do before it even escalates beyond that. You're supposed to go to each other and see if you can find common ground. So it's funny that you say that because you're conducting yourself exactly as somebody who's serious about business is supposed to conduct themselves. So let me say that. Let me go back to Stan Hansen, because if you are this disrespectful jerk, Mm -hmm. then why is it that that you had such a you you honor this guy and, and, and you felt so good about the fact that he even came to you and, and acknowledged the fact that you got a hell of a hell of a Larry clothesline in your own right and what have you. Mm-hmm. So that, again, that shows me that you respect the history of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. You, you respect those that have paved the way uh, before you and what have you. I'm going to mm-hmm. bring up another thing that I saw recently that really, and I got to be honest with you, and I'm not afraid to say this. Um, yeah. It kind of got me a little misty eyed, man. Mm-hmm. You, after Trisha Dora had a match. Yeah. You went out to the back. You know, mm-hmm. she was sitting there and, and she she beat up. She gave it her all out there, man. Mm-hmm. And you walked up to that sister and, 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 and you told her to stand up, hold her head high and what have you. Let, you let her know how much respect and, and reverence and honor that she commands because she carries herself as someone right. who has earned all of that. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. And you know, this life can kick you in the backside pretty damn hard, man. Repeatedly. It's, 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 <laughs> right. Right. And right. especially when you give your all and maybe things didn't go the way that you had hoped or that you had planned them to go, even though you, right. you left it all out there, man, right. to have somebody like yourself, somebody who's gone through it a million times over, and somebody who's still standing strong and standing tall and doing things on his turn mm-hmm. for you to pick that sister up, give those words of encouragement. And, and for that to be aired, mm-hmm. man, let me, man, I'll tell you, even I, even just thinking about it now, it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. that really that hit me from an, in an emotional spot because we don't see that Shane. And that's the goal of STP is to bring our stories to the forefront to be able like that's that's been something that african-american fans haven't been able to have for a very long time yes we've had champions yes we've had you know um 
other things, you know, great milestones. Uh, But to really have a focus on issues that we face on, on stories that are ours on, on, on things that, you know, we'd like to see and that be the focus and that be the forefront and the stories are told from our perspective is something that is rarely, if ever done. And that's something that me and the guys wanted to change, right? Very rarely do you see black men uplifting black women on, on TV in pro wrestling in, in TV period. Right. But especially in pro wrestling, those, those moments are are rare. Those are things that we want to show. We want to be able to show that you can have unity and everybody can win. There's room at the top for everyone. You don't have to cut out your brother's knees or cut his throat to take that spot when there's room for everyone. Everyone can prosper. We're always taught, you know, you have to be the number one guy. It's got to be, it's got to be just you. That's, that's not the case. Nobody has ever gotten to any point in life. No one has ever been successful by themselves. Can they be the leader of, of, of the movement? Sure. But that there's so many people around them that are helping them. No one does it by themselves. It takes a village to get that person to be successful. Any Think about any like famous basketball player or sports guy. The whole hood was like, hey, yo, they've got a chance to make it. Make sure nothing happens to them. Right. Make sure they stay out of the street. Make sure if you see them out, yo, go home. This ain't for you. You know what I mean? Like that's those are the stories that people don't tell when 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 you have our women who are, you know, uh, who need to be protected and uplifted. When you have a moment to be able to do that and showcase that you're able to then inspire so many, even with, you know, a, a 60 second clip to just see that and go, hell yeah. And the the video did great numbers. What's more than that is the pride that we all have in putting that out there and filming it the way that, that we did. Um, Trish did a great job. Zane did a great job. That's our goal, man, is to be able to tell our stories our way. And we shouldn't have to tone that down or change it because everybody in their own way should be able to relate to what we're saying, right? If you can, you can insert yourself into our shoes and it's just as relatable to every fan from every background that wants to understand the message and wants to understand who it is we are and what we do. If, if you don't want to un- understand it, then the message wasn't for you anyway. All of us, you know what I mean? We, we, we want to change the stereotypes, the narratives in pro wrestling. We want to change um, a lot of the things that have been, you know, plaguing our fan base for years. And we're, we're starting to gain ground on that. Not, not only in ROH, but around, around the, around the wrestling world, you know? So it, it's very good to see a lot of these big steps taken. Um, and it's only going to make things easier for the next few generations after us. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I took that clip and I shared it with people in my life who wouldn't even necessarily call themselves pro wrestling fans because right. it wasn't about wrestling. It was about life. And Absolutely. like you said, this is this is a black man uplifting a black woman mm-hmm. and reminding her of of how important she is and how much she matters and why it's important for her to continue to push forward it Mm. it just that was real you know what i'm saying and and i can't stress this enough when i say that it's like when you have moments that transcend 
wrestling, when it mm-hmm. transcends entertainment, when it transcends TV, like those are important moments, man. Mm-hmm. You know? So like you said, it did great numbers. Part of the reason why it did great numbers is because it wasn't just wrestling fans looking at it. Everybody right. was sharing that with people in their lives and reminding them of how important they are. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, kudos, man. That was that was major. That was major. And that's and you know something? As a as a wrestling fan, you know, I'll be 39 this year. That moment I will never forget for the rest of my life. Hearing that means the world. I'm someone who is a tad uncomfortable with praise only because I'm so used to being on the offensive. You know what I mean? Like there's so many people that are always like, well, you can't do it. I go, all right. But so then when people are like, Hey, you do that. I'm like, all right, uh, thank you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, to, to hear that mean, means the world. Um, and to know that so many people were able to, to feel good and, and, and have that, motivation and inspiration what have you that it touched that many people uh that's that's why we do what we do so that's that that's incredible i'll move on from it just with this last statement here you are a warrior out there you are out there putting your life on the line you were you were you were taking hits you're giving hits you're you're out there really putting it out there bro you know, like you said, people give you a hard time. You know, a lot of these cats don't like you. They don't want you to succeed. You and your brothers are out there kicking ass. And for you to go behind the scenes like that and lift that sister up, another warrior. This is a mm-hmm. woman who's given her life to this country, too. So it goes even deeper than just the surface. For you right. to lift that sister up and say that to that sister, bro. I'm telling you, man, it's bigger than wrestling. It's bigger than that. That was that was a moment. That was a life moment that was like, yo, everybody needs to see this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was it just mm-hmm. again, I can't I can't. And, and I'm going into all of this, this detail, which is so interesting because it wasn't a wrestling move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't a, a, a wrestling match or anything like that. This was literally a, a real moment behind the scenes. One warrior to another supporting each other. That's what's missing in today's product. Mm-hmm. Make me care to the point where it's beyond the, 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 the industry. Make mm-hmm. me care so much that it's like, damn, I need to see what's going to happen next. Are these two going to even interact with each other anymore? Is it possible? Trisha Dora could be part of STP. You know what I'm saying? So now you put this in my head where it's like, I want to see what possibly happens next. I may actually say, I want to see that happen. I want to see those two tag team. I want to see them beat the hell out of men, women, in between, whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like... <laughs> everybody can get it. Everybody can get it. But it's just, it's just these, these, these little things that turn into these major things and it's missing. And, and again, it frustrates me to no end the fact that the suits in the back aren't 110% behind STP. You got to go out there and make it happen yourself because it's like, bro, if you can do things like that, just imagine what where any promotion could be right now if they just took the gloves off and just said, you know something, let this dude run wild. Let him do what he got to do out there. We've we've said it amongst our ourselves that if they put a tenth of the gas on us that they put on other people, you know what I mean? Just, just think about what we could do. You know what I mean? Um, 
but it, it is what it is. You know, I mean, people have agendas. They have, they've, they've picked the ones that they want, which is fine. Um, but if you pick wrong, you know, what I mean, you you have to live with that. You know, what I mean, so um, we're 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 going to continue to go out, do what we do every single night, um, go out and and put on the best matches, the best fights, have the most intense moments, have have the most realistic moments. Go out there and represent the way that we know we the we the way that we know we should, um, and let and let the chips fall. You know, what I mean. Um, we it, it, it's going to be a very productive fall and winter season uh, and going into next year, um, things will get interesting. We will see, you know, what, what, what the landscape is like and, you know, and, and, and assess from there. I'm telling everybody right now, listen to me plain and clear. I don't care who you are, especially ring of honor. Listen, ring of honor. I've been with you since day one. I was at the the era of honor begins. I was one of those little computer nerds who was part of the newsletters and the tape trading community. And we were all talking about all the great wrestlers on the indies that we would love to see on a super card. I was part of that. I'm on the DVD. You could see my face. You know what I'm saying? I, I was there. I've been with you guys since day one. Do not put yourself in a position where you turn back in time and you say, man, I wish I would have treated them better. You have you have diamonds right now and you need to polish that up and, and, and put it on display as, as bright and as, as big as you've ever done for anybody else. I'm telling you right now, you got you have it. You have the thing that everybody else is lacking. You have it. Do not mess this up. Ring of Honor. I'm, I'm begging you. Do not mess this up. You all you folks, you know who I am now. Do not mess this up. I'm just going to leave it at that. Listen, STP. Well, the CEO of STP, but Shane Taylor, what's the best way that people can keep up with you? And, and especially I know you, you folks got some new merch in time for the holiday season. You know, people and, and listen, everybody, the supply chain is a little jacked up. you got to make sure that you order your merch now so it can definitely be in time for for all the different holidays, whether it be Christmas or, or whatever. Just make sure that you order as soon as you can. Please let them know how, how they can uh, follow you and also get some merchandise, bro. Uh, at Twitter and Instagram at Shane two one six Taylor. That's T A Y L O R. All the links to the What a Maneuver sites, all the merch sites, uh, are in the bio. All you gotta do is click the link and order you some great tees. Uh, they got ev- everything from t-shirts to hoodies to sweatpants to you know baby onesies if you want. They they got it all. Also, head on over to the ROH Pro Shop rohwrestling.com or it's rohshop.com either one you'll get to the links that that you need to get to buy and please support the stp uh movement uh myself con moses o'shea ron hunt it's been an incredible damn near 14 year career for me so so far which is nuts damn where does the time go um but I, I and I know it sounds cliche, but I feel like this this movement is is just getting started, and it, there's there's so much that we want to do not only this year but going into next year. There's so many big plans that, that I have collaborations that I want to do outside of professional wrestling that I feel as though we we can turn this into our you know next big thing, our next big group that 
really hits the nail on the head of pop culture like other groups have done. And I feel as though we have the potential to to, to do that. Um, and we're going to do what we need to do on our end to make that happen. So uh, we appreciate the love and support. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. And we can't thank you guys enough for being on this ride with us. Always a pleasure to speak with brother Shane Taylor, you know, the CEO of STP. <laughs> That's a bad dude, man. And he's a, he's a big dude, too. Let me tell you something. We all know that I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but I, I have my own size on me. But you put me next to Shane Taylor and I look like a baby. Jesus. Baby next to a grown man. That's a, that's a big dude. And he hits hard. Really hard. So I definitely watch what I say around him. There's no two ways about it. But uh, always great to catch up know what's going on in his world you know ring of honor like i said earlier i've been with those folks since the beginning so it's it's cool to see the evolution of that promotion and we know that that's going to continue to move in a positive direction i mean they've they've gotten serious about featuring more women's content as well and we know that's uh maria canellis bennett she's focused on a lot of that so that's pretty cool it's pretty cool the diversity thing they've always had that down pat so that's awesome you know, Ring of Honor is responsible for a lot of the biggest stars in the history of the industry. You know, they've they've fostered that whole concept there. So being in Ring of Honor, that's a that's a big deal. That's like going to graduate school, so to speak, even though it's its own separate thing. And legitimately, with their footprint, they can make the argument that they're, you know, either top two or top three biggest promotion in, in the entire Northeast, if not. The entire world, you know, I know a lot of people like to talk about AEW because they they have distribution through TBS and that's great. But through Sinclair Broadcasting, Ring of Honor is in more homes than people realize their their penetration is pretty serious. And they also have in, international distribution. I mean, I remember a couple of weeks back when we had Ostrad on here and he was talking about. The fact that Ring of Honor is, you know, picked up where he's at in Pakistan. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool there. Kudos to Ring of Honor. I, I hope that they continue to succeed because we need that. Again, more places where wrestlers can earn a great living and continue their careers. That's what we want. We want more, not less. Right. Speaking of which, MLW just got a fantastic message from them. They have a card coming up in uh, Philadelphia on November 6th. And the, the headlining match is the War Chamber match. Okay, that's going to be the main event. It's going to be Contra, which is led by Jacob Fatu. They're going up against MLW World Heavyweight Champion Alexander Hammerstone, uh, EJ Naduka, Rich Holiday, and a special surprise to be announced. So they have a partner who's going to be joining that that we don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be somebody special. So that, that'll be cool. That'll be cool to see there. Once again, um, MLW, you know, they're doing some big things. They continue to push the the envelope there in terms of being another promotion that that is providing opportunity for wrestlers, Right. We don't need the same old, same old. Let's continue to have more options. It's a healthier ecosystem when that happens. Truly believe that. And also, this this event is going to be a TV taping as well. 
So keep in mind, Saturday, November 6th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, that's really going to be the home of MLW from what I understand. That's that 2300 Arena. I think that it's going to be their own version of the ECW Arena, so to speak. But um, visit MLWlive.com for more information, including ticketing, ticket information if you want to be there live, which you definitely want to be there live if you can. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So uh, looking forward to that, you know, it's, it's, it's impressive to see what MLW has going on. I just say that. Speaking of impressive, uh, Impact Wrestling, they just signed a new distribution deal uh, throughout Russia and the CIS. All right. So this is global expansion. CIS, you know, the Commonwealth of Independent States. So beginning October 15th, literally tomorrow, it's a huge agreement here. So it features four major pay-per-view events, including Bound for Glory and also, you know, the, the flagship Impact series. So this is the first time ever that Impact will be available in Russian language every week on broadcast TV. That is huge. That is huge. And this is in partnership with Global Sports Network Extreme, right? So this this establishes a channel as the official Russian Russian language home for Impact Wrestling. That is huge. That is really, really huge. And, and I'm, I'm very proud of those folks over there. So shout out to them and shout out to the team over there at Access TV. Shout out to everybody, you know, Cindy and, and, and the crew over there. They just continue to do a great job. Impact continues to expand. And again, I, I have to say this, and I think this is important because we talk about AEW and everyone thinks that they're the number two promotion. What is their footprint around the world? How many places are they seen around the world? And people will say, well, what does that matter? It matters a lot. There's a reason why WWE is going to take in over a billion dollars this year. <laughs> you know, a lot of that has to do with what they're making uh, internationally. So you want global expansion. You want your, your product to be seen in as many places, as many households as possible. That's the, the point, right? So the fact that Impact continues to grow the way that they do, the fact that MLW grows the way that they do, listen, a lot of you other folks got to catch up, man. You know, Ring of Honor, a lot of you folks got to catch up. That's for sure. That's for sure. But at the end of the day, it's just good stuff. It's good for the entire wrestling industry. I'm all about it. I support it. Very happy about it. You know, another thing that I support is my man Top Dollar. Okay, top dollar. He is a WWE superstar, just got drafted to SmackDown with the rest of the crew. Hit Row, you know, shout out to Hit Row. They were tearing it up in NXT and impressed people so much that they were able to get bumped up to SmackDown. It's pretty cool. But, you know, top dollar, he's a, he's a good guy. I, I like him. I like his swag. I, I like the way that he is not afraid to just be himself which is really cool to see. A lot of people are afraid to be who they really are or they who they really are really doesn't have much personality. That's not the case with this dude. Oozing with charisma. No two ways about it. Oozing with, with personality. But um, Top Dollar tweeted out something about <laughs> some of your favorite wrestlers um, walking around in sneakers, but they really aren't sneaker heads. And I'm paraphrasing here. And you would have think that this guy 
smacked somebody's mama or something, the way that people are reacting. How dare you? And you haven't been in the industry this long and you're talking trash and blah, blah, blah. It's like, give me a break. Give me a break. The guy's fostering conversation. And someone asked him to name names, including Big Swole and, and including MVP. And, and he said, well, you know, it's it, I'm not going to say their names because they're part of the competition. And then people really got upset. Oh, he's talking about the Young Bucks. I can't believe it. Folks, he's on SmackDown. What if he's talking about somebody on Raw? You know, AJ Styles wears sneakers during matches. Does that mean he's a sneakerhead? Is he wearing sneakers outside of, of wrestling on a regular basis? Is he collecting sneakers? Come on. And even if he was talking about the Young Bucks, a, a group of people that consistently run their mouths about WWE, so what? So what? Right? People need to you ask yourself this question. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to end on this because then we got to get to our next fantastic conversation with our next guest here. But ask yourself this question. When MJF is, is giving kids the middle finger and he's telling people that they should have never been born and, he, and he's saying his catchphrase, I'm better than you and you know it. Why is that okay? But Top Dollar can't say something about a pair of sneakers. What's really going on here? What is it that really bothers you? Is it because Top Dollar reminds you of somebody who used to take your lunch money or, you know, the person that the girl you had a crush on, she preferred to be with him? Is it because Top Dollar is your wife's favorite wrestler today? What is it? What is it about Top Dollar that bothers you so much? Huh? What is it? Is it because he's he's black? Ooh. Is that what it is? You can't handle a black man being unapologetic about the way that he carries himself, the way that he gets his business done. And he gets the business done. There's no two ways about that. This man was in the NFL. This man came to pro wrestling and he's been tearing it up. This man is one, you know, he, he's sold countless records as a, as a rapper. Like, it, that's not a gimmick. That's actually his real life. He's got the plaques to prove it. Take it easy. That's a star. That's a superstar right there. And, you know, as a wise man once said, whether you like it or you don't like it, learn to, to live with it because it's the best thing going today. Shout out to the brother Top Dollar. That's right. Okay. Enough of all that uh, catching up business. Now let's get right into our next featured conversation this one, one of my favorite people out there, Mr. Brian Cervantes. Check it out. You know, folks, one of the best parts about doing the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast is that I get to check in with some of my favorite people in the wrestling industry and just learn about what's on the horizon. You know, and, and certainly when it comes to Mission Pro Wrestling, without a doubt, my favorite wrestling promotion in the world, they definitely got a lot for us here to uh, not only end... 2021 but to start 2022 so i said you know something let me reach out to somebody who actually knows what's really going on and he can give us some more information especially on their october 23rd card i mean it's coming out as fast and heavy here so without further ado welcome back to duke loves wrestling my brother mr brian cervantes what's going on there brian hey how's it going 
it's going well, man. It's going well. It's it's been a while. How you been? Uh, just been been busy with um, taco fest shows and wrestling all over the place and managing my <laughs> wife's um, social media accounts. For all you creeps out there, don't forget when you send Thunder Rosa these social media messages, you're talking to her husband Brian. Okay, so you know, stop sending those <laughs> those weird pictures and requests and stuff like that. No one wants to see that crap, right, Brian? Yes, please. <laughs> it's it's comic relief sometimes, but it gets overwhelming sometimes. I bet. I bet. Well, listen, man, talk to me about uh, Mission Pro's big event coming up on the 23rd of this month. Don't fear the Reaper. That's October 23rd. It's going to be on the title match network there. What's the story with this event? Basically, our Halloween show, it almost falls into like almost an anniversary show, um, almost like a two year anniversary. But the one year of the reboot for the, um, you know, turning into an all female promotion. Um, This is at uh, Southern Star brewery in conroe texas this is going to be our second event there um really nice venue um very great hosts um we're going to be having a title match possibly a tag team title match it's just going to be another fun crazy event you know with some great women's action well what i what i love about that i know for a fact that la rosa negra is going to be putting that title on the line and I know that she's not going to play any games. What I love about the Mission Pro Wrestling uh, World Women's Champion, La Rosa Negra, is the fact that she'll dance before the match. She'll dance after the match. But once that bell rings, she it's like the, the a switch goes off and she's beating the hell out of whoever is standing across from her. I mean, have you always known her to be this this? person that has this alter ego or is this something new that's come around since she's become champion oh no ever since i met her in like 2000 i think it was 2015 she's always been crazy she's always been able to uh, be the life of the party and be able to be a total badass at the same time Uh, she not only will she dance during before and after she'll dance during during the match She, she just you know you don't know if you take her serious because of the dancing but when it comes to the in-ring actions, I mean, she's, she's probably one of the best out there, you know. She's one of the people that I think is, like, highly overlooked in, as far as in the industry goes. Uh, she never gets her just due in the the PWI, which, we, you know, we've always had our issues with the PWI. But, um, yeah, she's definitely one of the best out there, in my opinion. 100%. 100%. Shout out to La Rosa Negra, the Mission Pro Wrestling World Women's Champion. I think part of the reason why people underestimate and underrate La Rosa Negra is because they're afraid of her. Here is a woman who, if you got out of her way, let's say they put her on TV, just like Thunder Rosa. If you got out of her way, she could set this industry on fire. And unfortunately, we still have a lot of gatekeepers, a lot of men. They don't want to see a woman revolutionize this industry. And it's really unfortunate because someone like La Rosa Negra is, in my opinion, that's a once in a lifetime talent right there. So, you know, we we continue to support Mission Pro Wrestling. We know we can see her kick some butt there. And that that. Jasmine Allure, who thinks she's hot stuff, I know that she's going to be challenging. That's going to be interesting to see. I I, I don't expect uh, La Rosa Negra to have too much of a hard time there unless Jasmine Allure pulls one of her games because you know that she has her friends 
around there who are always sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. But it should be an interesting match there. Also, the Renegade Twins. Talk to me about these these kids here because they are vicious. They they look like babyface bandits as far as I'm concerned. But again, these are these are two ladies who once that bell rings, it's like they're out for blood. What is the story with those two? I think um, Thunder met them about, I think it was about three years ago, three or four years ago when they were just starting out. Um, they weren't even actually having matches yet. They were in Atlanta. Um, she met them. Um, she told me about them. I kept my eye on them. We all kept our eye on them. And then when we turned it over to the all-female promotion, we saw the opportunity to bring them in. We brought them in. Um, but I didn't realize that they had so much charisma and they were so um, – they're, they're kind of vicious, you know. Um, that's one of the things I like about them because they were able to connect with the fans, you know, in a negative way, but they're still able to connect with the fans and really deliver in their matches. They're still they're still pretty new to the business, so they still got a lot to learn. But when they get in the ring, they always put 110% in there. And that's what I like to see with the uh, the performers that go out there that um, really give it, give it their all, you know. But I think they they have a very big, bright future in this business, and we're just happy to have them while we can. Well, I, I got to ask you this, and you can be honest with me here, Brian, because you're amongst friends now. Is part of the reason why you backed up a little bit from the day-to-day operations of Mission Pro Wrestling, is part of the reason why, because you didn't want to find yourself in a situation where all of these women, when they get upset, they're beating the hell out of you all the time. Because it's bad enough you got the baddest woman on the planet, Thunder Rosa, who can just put you in a submission hold and make you tap out. But, you know, you you, you got La Rosa Negra, you got Holiday, you, now you got the Renegade Twins. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd be in big trouble if you ever tried to um, put your foot down on anything, huh? That's probably a good um, way of looking at it. I just thought it was time to give um, women more chances of being in power. And, you know, because you don't see that a lot of times. You don't see the female bookers, the female, you know, owner, the the agents of the matches and stuff like that. So, you know, like, yeah, we're having a hard time always trying to, like, find good female agents or good female um, things. But uh, camera women, you know, people doing sound and all that stuff. But it's like, I think it, in this industry – the more opportunities we give and then they branch out and do that in other companies that before you know it, you're going to have a whole bunch of copycat promotions with a bunch of female promotions ran by females, which which eventually that's what we want to see, you know? Well, and it really is a noble endeavor by the whole team over there to, to really lead the charge on this. Um, I know a lot of people are trying to act like they're reinventing the wheel when it comes to all women, run and operated promotions or even give the impression that that's what they're doing. But legitimately mission pro wrestling, you, you know, that, the folks over there, they, they've been doing that. So it's, it's really, and, and that hasn't stopped. I mean, we can count on you folks putting on various events throughout the year and they're always top notch, great wrestling, great uh, family entertainment. Let me say that again, family entertainment. So everyone from, the youngest child to the to the oldest adult in the family can all go to these events or watch online and enjoy themselves. Uh, it, it's really a good time, and you're going to see some solid pro wrestling, which is what I love. Now, you have a couple other events coming up as well in addition to what's happening in October, right? 
November 20th in Conroe, Texas. We'll be back in Conroe. I can't really give too many details on that show just yet, but it's um, there's going to be a couple of big surprises in there, a couple of good matchups, and maybe some storylines that have been, you know, aired on national radio that need to be addressed and finished up. <laughs> um, and then we got December 11th, is which is our Salvation Army charity show, which is you, the last time we did it, we did like a mix of. Um, Males and females, but this time we're going to go back to our traditional um, almost all male, I mean all, all female um, show for the December 11th show, which is always, you know, we donate um, part of the um, proceeds to the Salvation Army. And that's the main the main part of it is it's just trying to raise awareness for the Salvation Army and bring, a, bring them volunteers and extra money to help out the um, San Antonio branch of the Salvation Army. You know, what's interesting about that is this isn't a gimmick. This is something that you folks have been doing all along. Um, your commitment to service, I really tip my hat to you and Thunder Rosa. It's, it's part of who you are as people, giving back to your community. And, and I just love it. It's so fantastic. And that's one of the things that I, I appreciate about AEW and what they're doing with Thunder Rosa. They, they've kind of taken a look at what she does in the community and, and they're supporting that and, and, from what I can see, it almost seems like they're taking some tips on how to do that effectively as well, which is really cool. So, you know, it, it's it's funny when you're a trendsetter, when, when you're people who are genuine about the things that you do and how you do it and who you choose to work with. A reputable organization like the Salvation Army, you can't beat that. I know me personally, I, I've done Thanksgiving with the Salvation Army where, you know, we were serving uh, folks, the food and things of that nature there. And it, it's just, it's rewarding and it's legitimate and it's great. And when your heart is in the right place, it, it matters. It, it truly does. So kudos to uh, you and the family there for continuing that tradition. Yeah, we, we would know no other way but to do that because, you know, we always got to give back. Um, you know, both of us came from pretty much nothing and we're we're never going to forget where we came from so that was one of the things that you we feel like we have to do that you know it's not even like something you want to do or you it's you know something to get cloud it's no it's something that we have to do it doesn't matter if the camera's around or not you i mean i think a lot of wrestlers should do more community service and give back and stuff like that because they don't realize a lot of wrestlers don't realize the impact they have on people doing something like that is just so it's uh, rewarding for the people that, you know, they see that people actually care, you know, whether, you know, whether it's yeah. at the AEW level, the Mission Pro level, or just on a personal level. It's just, you know, there's so many good people that are doing that, but I wish um, I wish more of them did it, you know. That's a good call. That's a good call, man, and I'm with you. And and that's why it's it's so important to keep the word out about the fact that you're doing these things and that. And showing the impact that it has on the lives of others. It's, you know, people see things and, and especially when you make it cool to do and, and it spreads in a positive way, which is great. It really is. Now, listen, Brian, before I let you go, you just celebrated a birthday. And it was really cool to yes. see Thunder Rosa was singing happy birthday in Spanish to you. I didn't know she had those pipes. Did you did, did you know that your wife could sing so well? Oh uh, yeah, I know she can sing really well. She, I, I'm surprised that um, she took the wrestler route. She could have, she could have been a singer or an actress or something like that. You know, sometimes I wish she would have, but you know, like 
destiny has taken us into this crazy world. Maybe one day um, AW will let her sing on live television or something. I hear that. I hear that. That would be hilarious. It, because here's the thing: she's actually good. <laughs> so that would be that would be something to see. But oh, yeah, but um, you know, you celebrated yeah. your birthday. Do you, do you have any words for anybody who is out there? And you know, we we all are getting a little older. Hopefully, we're getting a little wiser. But I know that you have dedicated yourself to your health and your fitness. It's something that you're taking very seriously, and and you, you're really jumping in. Uh, head first into and what have you. Do, do you have any words of encouragement for others who may be at that point where it's time to start making some changes in their life? Um, just do it while, while you still can. You know, like, um, yeah, I've been suffering through a lot of um, health issues this year, and I, I wish I would have got started on it earlier, you know, but I, it's never too late to start, you know, until it is too late, you know. So whenever you have the chance to start trying to take care of yourself, do it because, you know, we're only on this planet for a very short amount of time. So, you know, live life, have fun, try to get off the couch from time to time and stay away from that fast food. <laughs> well, listen, Brian, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, have this conversation. And, and listen, I wrote down everything you just said, especially the stay away from fast food. So I guess I need to start cooking more. Um, are you going to send me some recipes to help me out a little bit? Well, I just started last week. So, yeah, well, we, maybe we'll work on this project together. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. <laughs>